0: I'm Angela, and you're listening to My Maine Birth. This podcast is designed as a space to share Maine childbirth stories. Stick around and join us each week as families from across Maine share their birth experiences. Today's episode is sponsored by My Maine Photo. My Maine Photo specializes in coastal maternity portraits and birth photography. You can find more information at www.mymainephoto.com. Like a wedding, Giving birth is a major life event that deserves to be documented and remembered. Today's birth story guest is Brandy, and we're going to be hearing about her experience with an emergency cesarean that was performed at 31 Weeks Gestation at Maine Medical Center in Portland. Hi, Brandy. Welcome to My Maine Birth. Hello. So to get started, can you tell me a little bit about you and your family?
1: Yeah, absolutely. We live in Gardner, Maine, a central area. And it's myself, my husband, uh, my daughter, Harper, and my brother, TJ. He's 18. He's a senior in high school. And uh, my bonus son, Gunnar.
0: All right. So can you tell me about when you found out you were pregnant and a little bit about the type of care that you chose to receive?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I found out that I was pregnant. Actually, I had a dream before I even took a pregnancy test. I had a dream that yeah. I was going to have a little girl. And uh, in the dream, it was just so vivid. I could see her face, her features. I was holding her um, and I woke up and I was, looked at my husband and I said, I'm pregnant. So I took a pregnancy test and it was positive. And so from there, I decided to receive care yeah. from my midwife. Um, so I went to Midcoast Midwives and um, I definitely wanted to go that route for more um, holistic type treatment um, rather than a regular OBGYN. They were great at Midcoast. Um, I went actually weekly, um, not at first. I started going weekly due to having, there had some concerns with me having high blood pressure. Um, so I um, started going weekly towards, I'd say, probably my, was the end of my second trimester. I was doing weekly appointments and blood draws because they were monitoring my, my blood pressure. And also Harper um, was measuring uh, small. Uh, so we were also doing um, ultrasounds during every visit as well. Uh, so the care was, was great. And looking back, um, I would definitely do a different route with just kind of what I know now. Uh, But for being a first-time mom and what um, I didn't know, uh, it was the level of care that I thought that I deserved. (laughs) So I would say around 31 weeks, I went in for just a routine appointment. And while I was there, my midwife had some concerns that uh, Harper's heartbeat sounded irregular. Uh, So she suggested that I be put on a heart monitor um, for Harper. So I was transferred to the regular hospital and monitored for a couple hours just to make sure that everything was okay. Uh, While I was there um, they were constantly checking my blood pressure and it was very high. Um, I think looking back I was just really sort of stressed of hoping and thinking praying that everything was okay with with my little one. Um, so yeah, some of the pressure was really high and that caused a lot of concern for the midwives. Uh, so they decided at that time, because they could not lower it to give me a, a corticoid steroid shot in order to develop Harper's lungs. Uh, typically the shot is given if they have concern that the child is going to be born prematurely. Uh, so, when asked about the shot, they're like, oh, it's fine. It's just precaution. Uh, We don't have any concerns. Um, It's not going to harm her. You know, just it's just precaution in case she does come early. Uh, So at this point, I'm very concerned. I'm only 31 weeks pregnant. I don't have anything ready (laughs) at home. And um, yeah, so my husband and I are just patiently waiting. And Um, they can't get my blood pressure down. So the next thing I know, I'm being transferred to a main medical center in Portland. So this was at 31 weeks. Um, I was transferred because uh, they weren't able to control my blood pressure. And then they also had some concerns uh, with Harper's heartbeat being irregular. So I was transferred and I spent three days in the hospital. Um, they did give me medication for my blood pressure. They were able to get that under control. They were able to monitor Harper. She was doing great. Um, I thought I was going to be released on day three. Uh, so my husband left for work. And the surgeon came in and said, we need to prep you for a C-section. And I was taken back. I thought I was going home. I had I didn't even know how to respond, really. Uh, so uh, I called my husband, upset, and I was like, "I need you to get back. Um, we're going to have a baby. Or they have to prep me for a C section." So the reason that they told me that they were prepping me for a C section is because they had the fetal monitor on me, and overnight Harper. Um, had very low fetal movement. Uh, so they felt that she was in distress and needed to complete a emergency C-section. Uh, so this was first thing in the morning. So this was probably around eight in the morning. Yeah. So first thing when I woke up, that was what I woke up to. <laughs> My husband, like I said, had already left for work and I thought I was being released that day. My blood pressure was under control. They had controlled it with medication. And yeah, so... They uh, uh, didn't really give me an option. I had a ton of questions. So I And I felt like the surgeon didn't really give me any other options. I was just a C-section or your child could be in danger. Uh, so being a first-time mom, I was like, okay. My husband was able to get back in time um, as they were rolling me into the OR. Uh, and so at 31 weeks, six days, Harper was born around 944 a.m. Um, she weighed two pounds, eight ounces. And uh, she was immediately put on oxygen and sent to the NICU. Uh, so during that time, because I had an epidural, I was not able to see her for the f- first, two hours until I was able to regain control um, from the numbness. I was able to feel my legs and everything. So the first two hours, I wasn't able to see her, um, wasn't able to hold her or anything like that. Um, So my husband spent that first critical moments in the NICU with her, which was really hard looking back. Um, I... Didn't get to have that skin to skin contact with her immediately after birth, um, and with her being so small, skin to skin was was very pretty vital to to her development. Uh, so for the next uh, couple of hours, I sat in the recovery room, um, and then I was able to be wheeled down to the NICU to see her, um, and she was. So tiny, like I said, two pounds, eight ounces and her little incubator, all these heart monitors and wires and all the things that you see with NICU babies. But she was able to be off of oxygen within 24 hours because her lungs were fully developed and she was breathing on her own. Uh, she actually came out crying when she was born. And um, so she was just really small. Um, I asked the surgeon, you know, why do you think like I had to have an emergency C-section? Why, you know, was she, why did she have low fetal movement? Why was she not responding? Um, and she said that her umbilical cord was wrapped around her neck, which doing research later, that's actually pretty common um, and not a concern for emergency C-section. So um, knowing what I know now, I definitely wouldn't go the route of allopathic medical midwife. I know that moving forward, if I do decide to conceive, I would love to have a physiological birth and be in control and have that empowerment because I did not feel like I had that uh, with Harper's birth. Um, It felt very much like a medical intervention that didn't need to happen. And, uh, She's great. She's almost five now. Um, but I wish I knew I know now uh, because things would have been much, much different.
0: Oh, so how long was Harper in the NICU for? And were you able to have skin to skin with her? Yeah, absolutely. So she was in the NICU for about a month and uh, they, the staff
1: there was great about skin to skin. Actually, they, with myself and my husband, um, they really encouraged it um, for her. Her development. So we were able to hold her skin to skin really anytime we needed to. And so they were really, really great about allowing us to have that connection
0: with her. Were you able to breastfeed or did you choose to go that route?
1: Yeah, so we attempted to um, because she was so small. She was only, uh, she actually got down to two pounds. Um, Breastfeeding was difficult. She would get very tired in between. So for a while, I was just exclusively pumping. And, um, so she was able to receive breast milk. Uh, She just wasn't able to breastfeed right away. Uh, She was never able to fully latch. So for the first year, I exclusively pumped. And then I used donor breast milk to, until she was two and a half.
0: Yeah, it was not, it was not easy. Okay, are there any resources you would like to share or anything else you'd like to add? And yeah, I would just encourage, you know,
1: mothers to do their own research, you know, and really knowing how the body works and what physiological birth is, is really empowering. Since that, I have done a ton of research, even down to researching the the. Steroid shot that was given to me by my midwives. Research shows that that shot actually causes low fetal movement. So it was interesting to do that research and see that that was one of the side effects that resulted in me having to have an emergency C section. So I do feel empowering yourself and having the knowledge will actually be so empowering for, for you as a mom. Um, so, you know, if I had known these things, I could have advocated for myself because I feel like I wasn't able to do that because I didn't know. Um, so, you know, if I were to have a home birth and have to be transferred to the hospital, I know now like what I want and what I want and what I don't want and and how I can, you know, explain that to the doctors, explain that to the nurses. So, really just, you know, being knowledgeable and being sure of what you want in your birth and what your dream birth is because it is possible. And I am I'm grateful for the experience that I had with Harper because I don't think I would have been on this journey to, to figure out what my dream birth was if I hadn't had this. Experience.
0: All right. So you also have a fitness company. Can you share with me a little bit about that? Yeah,
1: so my husband and I own North Beast Sports Performance. It's in Augusta, Maine. And so our focus is to introduce athletes, middle school and high school athletes to string training. Um, my husband is a veteran, he, a former Army, um, and he has a passion for coaching and a passion for string training. So he's a basketball coach at the University of Maine at Augusta. He's the assistant men's coach there. And he's been training athletes now for the last, I don't know, five years. And we really focus on building that strength aspect that is so important for athletes um, to improve their performance, whatever sport they're playing. And even if, you know, we don't play sports, like our big thing is just being active and getting kiddos in the gym and building that
0: confidence. So what is the best way for people to get a hold of you? You can
1: find our business page at North East Sports on Instagram or Northbeast Sports Performance on Facebook. And also you can find my Instagram um, at mainly.fitness on Instagram.
0: All right. I will link all of your information in the show notes so people can get a hold of you. And thank you so much, Brandy, for sharing your story today. Thank you so much for having me. That was episode five of My Main Birth. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I'd love to hear your feedback about this episode. Shoot me a DM over on Instagram. I'm at My Main Birth, and let me know what you thought. And if you haven't subscribed already, that's 100% the best way to support this show. And after you subscribe, if you rate this show and leave a review, you should snap a screenshot and send it to me over on Instagram at mymainbirth. And if you do that, I'm going to send a little gift your way as a thank you. So thank you so much for listening. I will see you back here again next week.